Have the have the winds been blowing, and so we can set sail on another episode of Ye Muckers Ye Podcasts. <laughs> a Muckers podcast for Mucker Nation. Am I right? Has this name won you over by now, Nick? Muckers are we? Uh, no, it's it's still weird. And I'm podcast curtain for I'm ye. Still not in love with it at all. Not even say. if I do a pirate accent. If you, I mean, I if the you pirate accent should have sold you. But what if I change accent. it up and I decide to do a Bristol accent instead? That is a pirate accent. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> if, they, if the pirates were from Bristol, they'd be in Bristol, not the Caribbean. Now, you see, Connor... Oh, the way you, you might, said that made my arsehole pucker. you just you got to be missing a fundamental aspect of pirates, is that they move around. <laughs> <laughs> they tend to be on the water. Yeah, but yeah, from Antigua to Trinidad. And, and what? Antigua. Antigua. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I pronounce things right. Okay. I have a master of all things English language, as we know. We do. As we, we do. know. Anyway, muckers are we, you're not talking about pirate. We're not a pirate podcast. You well, know, there's some parts of it. It'd be a fun sport, wouldn't it not, to, to shoot down British, British ships with a nice broadside. Well, Would it not? Yes. Uh, or it's yes. not a conversation for one person here, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the ramblings of a madman, Connor. We're just letting you go off. It is. This is, this is the way the podcast tends to go these days. We start up and Connor, just his his adult mind, um, comes um, up with a new thing. Yeah, to I do. like the ad song. It's the early levity. onset dementia setting up. It is. It is the early onset dementia. <laughs> yeah. You know, we've we've discussed that off whatever. Off camera. It's all Air, those. It's all See, those exactly. Times, all those times that <laughs> Connor has words. lost at Fall Guys. Yeah. I've just. <laughs> they've just. It's been a rough blow. It's, 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 it's making me question my, my sanity completely. Fall Guys. I mean, Fall. Like, the amount of times you could be walking along and the characters in, pushes you off. <laughs> do, you think, um, do you think the characters in Fall Guys have got concussions? Is there a concussion protocol? I honestly, I think I give myself a concussion like every time yeah. I slap my head. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, it does make a very satisfying sound, though. It's a, a real nice slap. I, watching the fucking lions, yeah. I do this all the time. I just like, I just get both hands and I slap my head as hard as I can when they're like running Adrian Peterson on like second and 12. It's like, why? <laughs> What? You're just knocking yourself out there, and that's why you like, can't remember words. I'm gonna be 60 years old by the end of the season. It's the closest thing Connor can get to actually smacking that Patricia. I, I would love <laughs> if they just grab his jaws and just go, "Why, <laughs> Patricia?" You're like he's like Bluto from Popeye, except not actually slightly muscular like Bluto is, or effective <laughs> at all in a given episode. And do you think, I mean, I've not actually watched Popeye, so I don't really know the character. Does Bluto <laughs> like spinach? Because there's no way Pat, Matt Patricia eats his vegetables. I, he doesn't seem like the type. He really doesn't. No. Matt Patricia, he, he seems like you could, you know, you could go to an IHOP and pick up the menu and you'd have Matt Patricia's weekly diet kind of listed out in alphabetical. Yeah. You know. Well, that would just be breakfast. Uh, I mean, it, he's not good. He's not good at holding running backs to under 200 yards, but man. He, he could he could demolish a baker's dozen from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and that's, you know, where the real talent lies. It is, it is. It takes a lot of it takes a lot out of you. 
I mean, people look at oh. that and they think it's easy. Dalvin oh, Cook, does he now? Maybe I should invite him around sometime. <laughs> <laughs> you could do our Brandon Cooks as well. And famously, Russell Wilson Cook, as we know. That's what everyone's been calling him this season. Yeah. Which so, is a perfect well, transition to, should we turn off the ovens? Because Russell Wilson's <laughs> burning everyone. Has uh, Josh Allen usurped Russell Wilson in the MVP race? Um, Imagine is our boy you're back? disgust if that happens. I, I, I'm not sure about... I'm not so sure about Josh Allen. But I think Russell Wilson needs to clean up the turnovers if he wants to... If he yeah. wants to, to, to secure that that one MVP vote that he so badly wants, uh, then he's going to have to turn off the, the burners a wee bit and, and focus... Focus down a bit, a little bit. I think, yeah. Like three of those, well, especially one of the interceptions certainly was just him bad throw. The other one was also his fault, and then one of the they not fumble a couple Uh, once as well. We're we're talking, of course, of the Buffalo Bills annihilation of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, it was a it was one-sided. It was hard to watch. I decided just to watch that game as well. I didn't put on red zone. I only watched that game and I was sad for three hours. Yeah, I one of my one of my best bets was the Seattle Seahawks minus three because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh yeah, Jamal Adams is back. The Seahawks defense is going to be getting better. Uh, Josh Allen's been struggling lately. No, no, it's just not been happening. Did you hear <laughs> Pete Carroll after the game going, "Oh, I was really surprised. We had a really great plan for the they stopped their run game." <laughs> what was the plan? Uh, well, I mean, they stopped the run game. Yeah, apparently, but it <laughs> didn't matter. It was the, the plan to concede five <laughs> touchdowns. It was an analytics wet, like an analytics person's wet dream, because yeah, in the first analysts. forty plays, the Buffalo Bills threw it thirty-five times. Yeah, Josh it, Allen nearly had three hundred yards at halftime. That is yeah, I was about to say that he had a mental, mental, mental gate first half. Just don't like, run the ball. Playing a college game. <clears throat> you know, you know, if you want to run the ball, just let Josh Allen run the ball because he can. Yes, this is true. Actually, Just eliminate running backs I mean, from the well, from the system. We say that, but like that's that's a great system until you know until your your Dak Prescott and your ankle breaks or your Carson Wentz and your tendons get snapped or oh. your Cam Newton and you get concussed on like every third play. Or your Alex for some reason you nearly get murdered. Yeah, for some reason it's completely legal to just smash Cam Newton in the or head. you or you do what Russell Wilson's been doing his entire career and avoiding the hits. You, you, yeah, you run just for slide. ten yards and avoid the hits. There, there are there is a case to be said that like that you that often quarterbacks can get easy yardage doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. you can never fully remove the element of risk. You can work oh, no, towards because it. you look at Teddy you Bridgewater who's playing it, with the Vikings got killed nearly by yeah. Eastland and just got nailed in the head. Well, yeah. uh, he decided to do training a training camp practice where he nearly lost his leg. Mm. Shade time for him. But that was uh, that was a while ago. Anyway, yeah, uh, it was a uh, beautiful. It was a uh, They actually they they decided to fire up uh, the pizza oven for Josh Allen because there was a lot of cooking going on in that first half for him. He's back in the discussion. I um for I MVP heard well, race. I heard that um that Josh Allen's uh, grandmother may have passed away as well uh, prior to the game. Massive sacrifice by him. Yeah, Jeez. fair play to Mrs. <laughs> Allen there. They- Jesus, yeah, give up Jesus. For a I want to know. I'm annoyed that I did that bet of minus yeah. three yeah. beforehand. Whenever you know, if you know, you know something like that, 
That's insider information. You know he's having yeah. a big game. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's like Brett Favre there. after his dad died went out and had a ma- like a fantastic game against the Vikings or something like that. I wonder what it is that, that causes that in people. Because it, it's fairly reliable that it, it happens to folk like if you're you know if you're if you're in a, an emotional sheer. place like that people just perform just sheer it's probably just a distraction passion. too so you you're just like the only thing you're trying to distract yourself so you're only yeah. thinking about doing the job right and you want to make her you want to make them proud yeah by the way at this point i think we should introduce ourselves we yeah we're muckers, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm, muckers. I'm nick joining me in the room i've got, I got your, the head honcho the big dog the small cheese Connor, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, and then across the pond, we've got Matthew. Yep, boy, 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 boy. Matthew, Matthew James. Matthew picks. James holding it down. No, no. <laughs> Look him up. I have to change that now. <laughs> I hope so. Why, why is that, Matthew? And you, you're in the witness protection. Are you the the Seahawks yeah. defense? You're you're being locked away. I am, I am hiding. Uh, do you know the Seahawks are on pace to be the worst uh, defense of all time? In a they are so season? shite. For the talent that they have, like, well, not all of its talent, but they have talent there. Aye. They should not have conceded 44 points. You know? They did say before when you the have, game, though, Seattle are hard to defend as they are scoring an average of 34 points a game. And I was like, well, it's what happens. True. Matthew, it's what happens when you got the fourth best linebacker in the league. <clears throat> Just not good enough. So are you saying Kendricks is still the best? Hmm. I don't fucking know. Are, Do you think I the, watch linebackers? Are the Seahawks, All I know is that Levante David's probably the best at the moment. Are the Seahawks yeah, he's, he's currently good, yeah. the Cowboys from like three weeks ago? Uh, Defensively, yes. Don't you wish that, the oh, you wish that on Dak Prescott? Why? Actually, Sorry. at this point, Garth Gilbert's a better QB than Russell Wilson. Based on so? this past week. Well, yeah. Based on uh, <laughs> one game's worth of play. I mean, one game. Even then, Russell Wilson still had a... like He had a lot of very good moments. The, the issue was... His bad moments were completely detrimental to the entire team. Man, lo- man's mm. shifting over to bacon because he loves a turnover. Um, Matthew, <laughs> I, I just would like to ask you at this point, how does it feel to have become an Eagles fan? It's been great. You know, the transition's been... They've been really kind to me in the transition there. It's they've been, been very smooth. Been really helpful. Yeah. Except the Seahawks have had a completely healthy team. Haven't yeah, they? they have no excuse to be losing 44. Well, you, uh, and Carson out. Oh my god! A running back sight. The fate that my entire team has been ruined. We're missing a running back who was drafted in the seventh round. They're fine. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm detecting They got DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas survived a yeah. fucking headshot. Man's tougher <laughs> than anyone. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> and they got someone called Travis Homer back there. Yeah. Well, they also only ran, like, even, I know it was a small amount of yards, I think they ran for a combined less than 50 yards, but yeah, they well, also, no also point only had 13 attempts. Like, if, you're, if you're down by two scores the entire game, <coughs> there's, like, there is yeah. no point running it at all. They only had 13 attempts between yeah. them, like, so I there's no point. Y- you got to get out the gate a bit faster in the game there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we also, we posted an article of, like, the, our revised top 10 teams, and yeah, obviously so we, we posted this. Before the Saints uh, took Brady out behind the woodshed yeah. and absolutely yeah. punted his neck. Yeah. <laughs> Always a fucking mental game. It's it's kind of funny because at the start of the year, 
Um, Connor's whole idea going in was that Brady was spent and that yeah. he was going to be found out this year. Yeah, people were going to, you know, he was going to come in and he was going to have no excuses because he's on a good, well, a, a decent team with uh, with good pieces and good coaches and and, uh, and good weapons. And he just wasn't going to have it anymore. And people were going to have to get over Brady. Um, I look, I didn't say Brady was going to do bad. It's well, just, if I put him, bad. yeah, but if Brady's not a top 10 QB, yeah. imagine, anyone, put Carson Wentz on this team, Nick. Yeah. He'd do fine. Put Kirk Cousins with all these weapons. He'd do amazing. Yeah. And with that defense. Yeah. It's not just offensively. Which, which leads me to to um just uh just recently when we did our our like top ten in our, our power rankings um for the midway through the season. Uh and we we all kind of had to be like, all right, fair enough, Tampa are good. And we put Tampa, I think all of us had Tampa in like the top three. Yeah. Um well, I had them fourth, but yeah. yeah. Was... Oh, Matthew saw it coming. Fuck. Uh, we, we have to bow down to Big Brains, Matthew. I mean, the seat. No, well, no, no I put Seattle third. Yeah. So, like, um, <laughs> I put Seattle third, so I fucked it as well. But. Yeah, but we, we all kind of like, we're like, all right, fair enough. Tampa are doing well. And then five minutes after we post it, <laughs> Tampa decide to just take a nosedive off a cliff. Oh, it, yeah. it was it was mighty impressive. Like it was, it was the, mother. You blinked a few times and it was twenty eight and on. Yeah, it, it was, and this included a Jared <laughs> Cook fumble on like the one yard line. Yeah, <laughs> was this the worst performance by any team so far this season? Uh, Packers box. Yeah, it was. It was the Packers against the box. I don't think this. Worse. I don't think after by the, the end of this, the Bucks were playing Jameis Winston. I, I don't care. Well, at the end, of the Packers <laughs> one. They were playing someone called Tim Boyle. Uh, why? Why I'm saying the Packers is because I don't. I can't remember after that uh, second interception. Yeah. I don't remember the Packers getting once into the box half. They just gave up. Yeah. Whereas at, at least time, at least the box were at the goal line and had like a four and out. Wasn't that because the, of the Saints not also score didn't a Saint, touchdown or two in that game? Yeah. Didn't the Saints have a have like a, a defensive um, a defensive flub that led to that possession in? in uh, I'm no, there was, sure. there was a turnover. Yeah, I'm pretty there sure there was, there was. Yeah, there was some kind of a turnover that led to that. So it was. It wasn't even like the the Bucks offense had like you know heroically battled to get into the mm. to get all the way down the field. They were handed field position and then they just got nothing from it. Brady didn't give up though. No, that's all I'm saying. He actually decided. I will say though, I'm for a team to go up against, yards. I'm gonna get for a team to go up against James Winston and not give up a, or not get an interception is. Oh yeah. By, hey, by Jameis coming back to Tampa 100. he got himself that win yeah um, revenge game they kept calling it a revenge game I was like boys you're reaching for a, um, for a headline here I'm kind of wondering if part of this is not that Sean Sean Payton just kind of he just kind of has the bucks he's got them well he is very wealthy yeah yeah that's not quite what I mean <laughs> there's yeah. so many bucks yeah, but um, but what I'm what I'm saying is it's just I feel like for so long in this division, the Bucks have kind of been a whipping boy, and yeah. the Saints have been top dog, and I feel like this was this was kind of an opportunity for the Bucks to come in and say, no, we are now, you know, we are now the big dog in the division. Mm. This is our time, and the Saints just kind of slapped them around a bit, said we're not done yet, boyo, get back the fuck outside. Yeah. 
there were some yeah. hilarious, like some some points of notes. Uh, Tom Brady had a lower passer rating than the amount of years he's been on this earth. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> it was like forty-three to forty. What a fucking stop. Um, the guy, I think it was a Trey Hendrickson. There's a guy on the Saints D line, a guy called Hendrickson. Uh, yeah. You'd recognize him as the guy with long black sleeves and no gloves. Nothing, nothing is more terrifying yeah. than that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like, good. It's like I'm being pass rushed by an NPC. <laughs> uh, and there was one sequence where he got the Brady three times in like three consecutive plays. One was negated by a holding call, but the other two were sacks. Yeah, that, like that was incredible. Uh, another thing, uh, once they benched, they benched uh, Breeze like towards like the end, like the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, because uh, they were up. Like yeah, they were up. Eighth. They were up. Whatever. Taysom Hill goes on a drive, gets the red zone. And Breeze is like, I'm going to get another touchdown here. So I go further <laughs> ahead. He comes in, throws a touchdown, and he's gone. Yeah, Taysom Hull, two passes for 48. Or I was a uh, 48 yards here. That's Yeah, you, you, could, you, you knew everything was going right for the Saints. Whenever Taysom yeah. Hull bobbled a snap, had the time to pick it up, look up. Oh, there's a guy wide open here. Throws it down 40 yards. Yeah. I I, th- I want to say the thing that surprised me the most about this game was how comprehensively the Bucks' offensive line were getting schooled. Yeah, yeah. I believe they had a guy. I think their left guard. I think it's like called Marpet. Yeah, Marpet injured. Because that was right. one of the key factors that had been working for them so far mm-hmm. is that Brady had been getting pressured. In, on almost none of his snaps. I mean, yeah, he was he was secure and safe in the pocket. Like. They lost Marpet. Was he replaced by a carpet? Because that guy was walked all over. Ooh. <laughs> well said. Okay, yeah. Well yep, said. Sure, sure. Cool. <clears throat> Powerful. Um, uh, and then, w- which other teams did we put in our in our top tier? Oh well, of course we had uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the undefeated Pittsburgh. The undefeated. Who remained undefeated? We should all. We should uh, add. But, Barely, but uh, yeah, we, it was a it was a close thing. <laughs> death. It was fucking touch and go, like death, <laughs> taxes, and the Steelers playing down to their competition. They always yeah. do it. It's incredible. I mean, part of, you say the Steelers playing down to their competition. I would I would instead say the Steelers' offense being ass. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the worst defense in the league. Oh, we don't have to do much. And that's what and, it is. They don't. Do you think t- teams do it just all the time? relax when they're playing the Cowboys now? No, they, they just say, all right, lads, just take Thursday off. Doesn't matter too much. Uh, get in on Friday, lunchtime-ish. We'll drop some X's and O's, and then we'll be done by Saturday evening. Do you know that Guard Gilbert has a Super Bowl ring? Or at least he was on a team that won a Super Bowl. Uh, Which means not he particularly won't have a Super Bowl. No he was on the Patriots practice squad for the game against the Seahawks. <sighs> Fucking hell. Fair Same enough. amount of Super Bowls as Russell Wilson. <coughs> I mean, the lad is a lot older than I would have uh, yeah. I would have expected. Been around for a bit. AAF superstar Guard Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well oh, he, he had a surprisingly effective game against the uh against the, the best defense in the league, allegedly. Uh I was kind of w- wondering why he didn't play last week, but apparently it was because he literally did not know the playbook. Yeah. And was only signed. <laughs> So Which is fair. It took him a week to uh, understand the playbook and outplay uh, Cooper Rush, who has been in the Dallas team for a few years. Hmm. Which is kind of how would you feel about that? Yeah. Like? Imagine that. So Nick, as an Eagles fan, is very happy that 
Danucci played against the Cowboys and not superstar Garrett Gilbert. I mean, you say, <laughs> I, you say that. I, I think... I don't know if it would have been that much different. It would have been, Nick. Danucci was I think it would have been. awful. I mean, for one thing, you're saying your, your lad Gilbert wouldn't have known the playbook, so that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have done much. Um, but also, the, the Cowboys' uh, offensive line were getting hammered all night. I'm just saying... What if he was signed a week earlier, and you had to play guard Gilbert in his prime? I, I don't think this is his prime. <laughs> week two of being owned guard Gilbert. Don't hard think to the lad has a prime. So you're saying think, he, you're saying he's going to get better? This beast, yeah. guard Gilbert stands for GG losers. All right. Okay. <laughs> you you should have said that the other way around. Um, I would like to make some actual points about this game. Um, Overrated. Rude. The Cowboys' defense seemed to be getting better, which I don't think should be a surprise, but it kind of is. Because a lot of the time we have these these narratives get built up early in the season, like, you know, uh, Josh Allen MVP. Um, you know, Cowboys' defense are horrific. And and some of them are are true, and, and they stay. And some of them change a bit as we go along, and they and they kind of... they The reality of the situation um, grows and changes a wee bit. Meanwhile, the media narrative kind of just stays what it was. Um, and for the Cowboys defense, the fact that they were as bad as they could possibly be through the first couple of weeks means that now they basically have nowhere to go but up. So mm-hmm. any change in the Cowboys defense must somehow be positive. Um, and they've played now in two games where they haven't been an absolute laughing stock. I think maybe their 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 defense could be starting to turn around. Um, it is possible that there is a universe where Mike Nolan is not an absolute clown and he just needed more time to get people used to what he wanted to do. It is also possible that this is just two not great offenses that have faced them and have made them look a bit better than they well, did earlier. I do believe Both that Big Ben is a very overrated QB, At the especially moment, this yeah. year. Yeah, de- this year definitely. Big breezy. 100%, yeah. He's been overrated. Well, he's, he gets he's doing well, he, but he's been overrated because of everyone else I around would, him is so good. I would he's like used to, to be overweight. I would like to see a, <laughs> a, uh, a graph of like which QBs throw the most checkdowns because at the moment I feel like Big Ben is throwing so many checkdowns. Oh, he, he must yeah. be. Yeah. He's also not, not really that accurate. Like he's not. Mm. He's still making quite a few incompletions. Like, yeah, which obviously is par for the course, but it's not like he's been perfect. I, if he can move the offense, that's all that matters. Yeah, he's although, just not going to be chucking it. Although 40 in, yards. in the first half of two games now, their offense has been completely non-existent. Yeah. In the first half against the, yeah. the Ravens, their offense did absolutely nothing. There like, was a uh, nothing. There was a scary moment. Uh, before halftime where he went down with a knee injury hmm. went down with a knee injury played through the pain scored a touchdown then went off at half yeah and that's uh, we actually got to see Mason Rudolph for a few snaps sure. which yeah. I was panicking because I had the Steelers minus five and a half yeah teased down see, from their minus 14 <laughs> spread <laughs> I will say like it's it is whenever you look at the score breakdown it is kind of funny that going into the fourth quarter the Cowboys were 19 to 9 up yeah. against an, an undefeated team. Is this the first <clears throat> time that the Cowboys have gone into a fourth quarter with the lead? That might not be untrue. It's worth checking. I feel like I this know, might be the first time it had a fourth quarter lead. 
I don't going yeah. in, going into they've the always just quarter. had they've always just been losing maybe against the Giants because that was kind of bad well even the game they won they the game well, I don't know they've won two games put some respect oh, well, I, on I, their I mean, game I, I just didn't finish my sentence there. the game they won against the Giants like where Dalton is that the one where Dalton I don't came think on? we should yeah. be talking about the Cowboys that much though Right. No, no. Um, sorry. One last note about the Cowboys before we move on: they have lost their uh, their young, promising uh, center back, uh, cornerback, cornerback. I keep saying center back. Sorry, guys. Uh, but yeah, uh, Trayvon Diggs uh, has a broken bone of some description. Uh, it's Oof. a fracture or a broken bone. Yeah, he um, he'll be out for I think it's like four to six weeks. Yeah. So pretty yeah. much the it's season. normally the six. Uh, Trayvon Diggs uh, got better over the last few weeks, but because like for the first few weeks of the season, he was a human bird toast. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he, yeah, he's yeah. picked it up it's, a bit. He, he started to get better, and then he played really well uh, in the last like two three games, um, and then he's he's just he's done. You know, he's just got injured. It's a shame. It well, happens. Foot they broke. Um, I mean, he it's, needs it's to, a tough break for the Cowboys. He needs to try out a receiver for the Eagles. I mean, him and Wentz had a great connection. Well, you say that. I think I think we're doing okay for receivers these days. Um, my other uh, other notes: it is uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday late at night, and Matt Patricia is still employed. Yep. Why? You're just hoping we can get on there before he gets sacked. I wanted to say, uh, Dalvin Cook had over 200 scrimmage yards, uh, including a 70-yard touchdown. Uh, against 10 men on defense which is the third time the Lions have played 10 men on defense in the past two weeks um, is it possible that Matt Patricia just can't count the, it's very he possible he never got that far in school it's, it's the calories <clears throat> he just Matthew, count them. do you want to do you want to <laughs> send him an email see if he wants to do some tutoring can we get him out of Detroit just just be like I know how you feel can, can you hide him can Matthew you, email him some GCSE practice files can you like hide him in your shed don't have a big chain enough shed brother chain him up and just lock him there <laughs> just Nick Frost at the end of fucking Sean of the Dead we just go in and play video games oh uh, yeah uh, so I was going to just the Lions got blown out 34-20 by the Vikings and it wasn't as close as that should uh, yeah. entail. It was a very depressing game. Very depressing game. Uh, weird game by Stafford. First half, he played really well. Second half was a disaster. Uh, you can preface that, or preface that, is that the term, by saying he had a really rough week. So I'll describe the week. He was put on the COVID list. Okay. He's put yeah. on the COVID list. It's not what you want. Uh, so we didn't know if he was going to play. He had to self-isolate in the hotel and then get a private flight. Uh, the day before, or the Friday uh, before the weekend, his uh, daughter fell off a high chair and whacked her head off the, the ground. Oh, well, fuck. A bit, a bit nasty. And his wife was at home alone with, like, four kids. Uh, so the kid uh, got woken up and apparently started, like, convulsing a bit and had to be taken to the hospital. So that was a mad panic. Stafford was half like he was on the drive home uh, and had told Bob Quinn he would not be playing this weekend uh, until his wife had informed him like she found someone to take care of the kids. Uh, so he, he obviously was probably not in the best mindset. He, he did throw two oh no, of course, no, retarded yeah. interceptions. 
Oh my god. Right to the line. He went from sympathy to just straight slating him in literally a breath. Oh <laughs> man. No, they were they were bad. It was like he didn't recognise the linebacker was there. Uh, weirdly, all three it. interceptions, one by Chase Daniels, well, they were thrown to TJ Hawkinson. And, you know, the linebacker was just there. And they, none of them were his fault. But the linebacker was just there instead. Um, yeah, but the reason I say it's weird, because the, the first half, he was, like, really good. He completed 12 of, of 13 passes, and he was just driving up and down the field. But the Lions still only got 10 points. Mainly because there was one, t- one, uh, one drive we set it on a field goal where... We ran it for like two yards. Stafford passed for about eight yards. Third and one at the goal line. Give it off to Adrian Peterson. It's now fourth and five. Let's kick the field goal. Like, how do you lose four yards on a run at the goal line where you literally have everyone there? Like, you run on a straight line, sir. So, yeah. Uh, Darren Bevel needs to die. He didn't say what direction. Uh, Darren Bevel needs to fuck off. Patricia needs to fuck off. Stafford apparently was very emotional after the game. Uh, bit of investigation by me, Dan Orlovsky, one of his one of his good friends and former backup, now on ESPN, had yep. a list of teams that should spend a second round pick and a fifth round pick to get Sam Darnold next year, and one of them was the Lions. Well, I think would you replace Stafford with Darnold? I think no. I, I just think Orlovsky knows something, as either oh, right. he wants out <clears throat> or maybe he might pull an Andrew Luck. And just retiring. Do you think, do you think what's happening is that Matt Patricia is just working really hard to establish a culture, mm. a culture of being shit and losing all their divisional games? Oh, he's well. That is well he's, established. He's done the job. The Matt but to be Lions. fair, that's that's like the famous culture the Lions have had for fifty six years <laughs> or whatever. So it's not that different. I mean, the, Matt Patricia has has, and and in his in his career with the Lions Matt Patricia has never won against the Vikings or Bears no not even once not once that is insane beat the Packers twice in his first year which which is also that's a badge of honour I suppose yes because it's impressive but why did I support this fucking team because Matt Stafford I was 19 or Megatron I was 19 fucking Megatron retired a month after I started supporting them (laughs) Jesus, he, he found out. Somebody they needed to him. get your first heartbreak as a Lions I fan. Started, done early, I started Connor. supporting them, and like at the end of 2015, because they were that team that showed some moxie. Yeah, they were we were <laughs> one and seven, and then they went and beat the Packers. I was kind of following the Packers because uh, we had a friend at uni who was a fan of the Packers, so I was yeah. keeping track to try and like learn the game of American football. And this team with moxie showed up at Lambeau Field, beat the Packers for the first time at Lambeau in like 20 years. So then when I look at this team. Rest of the season, they win seven of the last eight games. The only game they fucking lost was the Rogers Hail Mary. Yeah. And here's me thinking, oh, this team have Moxie, this team have Moxie and whatnot. Yeah. And you look at the, tw- now in hindsight, you look at the 2016 draft and you're like, why did you win games? <laughs> you could have had Joey Bosa. You could have had Jalen Ramsey, Ronnie Stanley, Laramie Tunzel, Jack Conklin. No, you, you pick at 15. <laughs> So even when they win, they lose. That's that's what I like about the Lions. Oh my god! <clears throat> it's what's going on. They're going to fuck up and win this game against uh, what's the what's his face? Going to win this game against the Washington team this weekend. Washington yeah. team. Yeah, 
and then we're going to win one more game. We're going to have five wins. Who and based on the way this season is going, that's like the 13th pick. Who who are you even going to be playing against with the Washington team? Because, I mean, Kyle Allen looked like he, he did his ankle. Yeah, it's going to be... Oh, no, his ankle's fucked. So is it Alex It's going to be Alex Smith. Or are they yeah. going to put Dwayne Haskins back in? They, oh. What they should do is they should put Dwayne Haskins in. But, oh, what, are you worried of Alex Smith getting hit? Yes. It's the fucking Lions. Yeah. Yes, you're right. No one gets pressure less you're than the Lions. The safest place for Alex Smith is on the field. I mean, oof. He's got more chance. Look, he has more chance getting... He has more chance getting sacked in the gym. That's it. That's it. There's more chance that like, he's doing a squat and like it's like too heavy and he feels his rep and he falls down than like any lion getting past that Washington O-line. All I'm saying is that if I'm Alex Smith's family and I see Kyle Allen's ankle get done like that, I would be cursing. If Brandon Sheriff, <laughs> so if Brandon Sheriff is back at guard for the Washington team, the Lions will revere him as a god. Yeah, <laughs> for being just unable to get past. <laughs> what is this monster? <coughs> what is this totem pole of a human being that we cannot push at all? Uh, you say this. I, I mean, it was a couple of years back. You would have been playing against Trent Williams. Yeah, I, everyone loved O'Lanes in the NFC East. Oh, uh, look at them now, <laughs> decimated. <laughs> it kind of goes to show. Maybe their methodology was incorrect. Well, it's shit happened to the NFC East. Trent Williams went. Tyron Smith's injured. Trent Williams got cancer. Trent Williams <laughs> literally had cancer. Yeah, well, Fucking <laughs> went. What a pussy. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that bad cancer. It was like skin Look cancer. Ron from... Rivera. He's fine now. But do you remember this was oh the my one God, Yeah, Ron Rivera went to Washington and got cancer. <laughs> what's going on but don't you remember the deal with Trent Williams was the, the team incorrectly diagnosed him yeah. the team doctors did not realise that he had cancer oh yes and he had to go and get a second opinion and the second opinion was lad you have cancer yeah <laughs> well, it's not funny but it's hilarious it's, it, you can't blame Trent for not wanting to, to sign back with Washington after that though uh, oh Classic yeah. Washington tale. Uh, got another bunch of NFC uh, or NFL news stuff. I'm just going to read articles. Cliff Kingsbury does not deserve Kayla Murray. Any thoughts on oh. that? Um, well, I, th- I think they deserve each other. I think they're about as good as each other. How dare you? Kayla Murray's fantastic at this point. He's, he's, yeah. he's right. Kyler Murray, some people said last year, was a top 10 quarterback. <laughs> some, people, some people, sources said. These these last few games, Kyler Murray's been fantastic. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury decided to go for a game-tying <clears throat> field goal on 4th and 1 from 50 yards out with like two minutes left. Yeah. So his plan was, I'm playing for a draw and also hoping that the, the, uh, the Dolphins, who have put up over like 30 points on us, do not you know score three mm. in the next two minutes. Yeah. And yeah. hilariously, the field goal was short at 50 yards. You get what you deserve, yeah. Cliff. You get what you fucking deserve. But Kyler Murray had a great game. That, like, Kyler Murray is unstoppable in short yardage situations. You put him on the goal line. Yeah. Just treat fourth and one like the goal line. <clears throat> he's got, he had 106 rushing yards. Yeah, it's the most of his career. Um, he also had 283 passing yards. That is fucking insane. 
Okay, uh, next one. The Chicago Bears offense is by far the worst thing to happen in 2020. <laughs> uh, it's not good. Like, is this a headline or is this something you're just saying? These like? are like headlines that I'm saying and like you users that, can comment if you like. Do you think that people will, are finally going to... I mean, do you think people with, with within the Bears are finally going to start to get tired of Matt Nagy? They should. He's a fraud. Yes. He's such a fraud. You're bald with a visor. That is suspicious enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is when you're going to find out that Matt Nagy's been wearing a bald cap this entire time. Oh, man. Yeah, he takes off the visor and he has a full head of hair underneath. He takes just it off Justin and he looks Herbert like Jeff Fisher is on. Does Jeff Fisher have long hair? I don't know. I don't remember. He's got a good moustache. Um, <laughs> next one, Chargers blow another game in heartbreaking fashion. Incredible. Uh, they drive down at the end. They, what is their record? They take the win. It's like it's two and six. Yeah, it's, it's two not, and it's six. It's really bad. Two and six at the moment. Because yeah. everyone's everyone is getting distracted. Like the Chargers are kind of like the Chargers are a good team. The, the Chargers are like yeah. the, uh, they're like the they're the Falcons. They're really they're really like popular kid who has terrible grades. It's everyone's like oh they're so fun they're so they're so nice to be around oh they're they're so charming and then and then you take a look at their you know you take a look at their essay and they've they've gotten. Uh, a fucking fail because they wrote three words. They spelled words. their name wrong. They wrote their name and then they wrote and then they they just they just drooled on the page for thirty minutes. <laughs> they're kind of like they're like the like the really smart kid who failed his failed his exam because the boss was late. Yeah, and they couldn't like <laughs> sit the test. Um, now, uh, actually, no, we were talking about Steelers. We already talked about that. Is Anthony Lynn on the hot seat? Oh, definitely, he should be. Because if you're losing this yeah. amount of games. By such a close like amount, then yeah. that is a coaching issue. Yeah, because the court like Herbert is performing well enough as well at the moment. He's like, yeah, putting up good numbers. He's just obviously, well, they're not they're conceding too many. He's a human highlight reel, which is why like, a lot of people think he's better than Joe Burrow. I don't know if he is, but it's just he has no. these huge plays is that he, people like recognize. He's also like, certainly on a better team. Is he all sizzle and no crunch? He's all head and no shoulders. Yes, That's what he is. For that. no, I'm a fan. Fan of Justin Herbert. He's obviously a he's incredibly talented, incredibly yeah. athletic, wicked smart. And you know, <laughs> he's, he's a smart. he's a quiet oh. kid. He could be the next Messi. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying genius with Asperger's. That is such a joke. <laughs> Um, oh, Justin Herbert to move to Madrid and join a football team. All right. uh, Colts, Ravens, Philip Rivers became an overtur- overturned turtle. The Chargers have traded Justin Herbert to Valencia. Uh, fantastic play. Jonathan Taylor fumbled. Ravens returned uh, the ball, like the fumble for a touchdown. And in the process, they leaped over a Philip Rivers who just fell down on his own and couldn't get it, back it up. Was, it was so good. He, he he just realizes he oh, fuck, if I to, catch this guy after he had him, he, he just was trying to backpedal, get to a point where he could make a block, and in the process of backpedaling, he just stumbled and fell over, and he looked like such an old man when he did it. It was like when Shaquille O'Neal used to flop. Have you ever looked at that? Next just, one, I just oh, can't get over how much of an old man he looked like on the pitch there. Just in yeah. that instant, he looked like like he was a dad. And these were all like people. These was like his son, and they had a bunch of people were playing like touch football in the playground, and they were a person short, and so he joined in. He was like 
uh, Daniel Jones when he fell, except 19 miles per hour. So <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Falcons are three and one since the sacking of Dan Quinn. Hint, hint, Detroit. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, but they want to keep Patricia so they can get a good draft. That's pick. one thing. Like they have tanked their draft stock. They do. They did the exact same thing last year. Yeah. They started one and seven, and they went like two and nine or something to end it. Yeah. Mathematically, that makes no sense. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, not two and nine. They, ended. they went like something like seven and eight or something like that. We'll go with that. Uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, the Jets out-tank the Patriots. Oh, that was amazing, that game. Not good. It was just amazing to watch. It was a spectacle. It was quite something. The Patriots are driving towards the end. Ten points down. They settle for a field goal. What does Adam Gase and his brilliant mind do? Sticks on a 12th man. You get this flag. <laughs> and he gets the flag, but the Patriots take the field goal anyway. But yeah, it was actually an exciting, uh, exciting ending. Uh, you're gonna get Trevor Lawrence. That's good on these Jets. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. should really be disappointed and saddened that Joe Flacco looks a lot better than Sam Darnold. I'm I'm still not convinced that well, we need to throw he's... Sam Darnold out with the bathwater, just because there's so, so so many problems with the Jets yeah, but Joe Flacco is playing well he's just on a shite Sam well, Darnold he... is playing a lot worse than he did in the last two years that's what's worrying have you ever tried sticking like a monkey inside like you know just you just get like your, your average car you get like a like a you know like a Vauxhall Corsa and you stick a monkey inside the Vauxhall Corsa and you say alright monkey can you drive me to the shops like can't say I have. To, to me, that's that is the, the coaching that is the coaching situation that you have with the Jets. Is the Jets as a team are not amazing. They're not good. They have so many problems. But they're just they're 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 if if they were being driven by somebody who knew how to push the buttons and maybe turn the car on, you might get something out of them. But instead, you have just a, just you know. Just a monkey three trying to mice drive. Training guide dogs. I mean, exactly. I mean, you've got three kids in a trench coat, Adam Gates pretending <coughs> to be a football coach, making decisions out there. Yeah, but why is Darnold worse this year than last year? I don't know. Maybe he the really wants worse. to play with Trevor like, Lawrence. You should be getting better. What the team should be getting better? No, or just Darnold. Be I mean, I think Darnold has had his moments. He Darnold played, you know, as best he could, a pretty decent game against the Broncos. You know he he had uh, he had some some real good moments, mm. but there's only so much you can do. You know, no, you should he shouldn't be getting outplayed by Joe yeah. Flacco. But the way I, I see, no, he shouldn't. I agree with that. Maybe, but it's not maybe. as if Darnold's bad. But to carry all on, of a sudden, to carry on the analogy, the way I see drafting Trevor Lawrence for the Jets is kind of like you've got your you know you have your your Vauxhall Corsa. And you're just you're yeah, just for gonna, mentioned Vauxhall Corsa. Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna crowbar out the engine, which is a perfectly fine engine that would be able to carry a Vauxhall Corsa to the shops and back. You're gonna crowbar that out, and in, then you're gonna stick in uh, a great big fuck off Formula One engine in there. You mm. know that can deliver a thousand <laughs> horsepower, and then you're gonna have the same monkey driving it. It's you, all it's still not gonna get you know to the shops. You know who's not gonna be there, Nick? Who's not Adam Gase? Because Joe Douglas is genius this year. He's like. All right, we should fire Adam Gase, but we shouldn't fire Adam Gase because we're going to get Trevor <laughs> Lawrence. 
You watch them keep Adam Gates. They won't. They won't. Joe the Douglas will find some way to fuck up in, in, in this whole car monkey analogy, there's only one person who's dumber than the monkey driving the car. It's the person sitting next to the monkey waiting for the monkey to drive him to the shops, and that's Joe Douglas. Who's looked good this year? <laughs> Mackay Beckton. <laughs> who's looked good this year? Denzel <laughs> Mims. There's Mackay Beckton <laughs> is a fucking forklift truck like he cannot look bad yeah he, he's good and you know what he should sit down and just have a air quotes hip injury or something for the rest of the year just avoid let's settle for next year you can protect wrong? Trevor Lawrence you're gonna get a very high second round pick get another wide receiver you'll get Jamison Crowder you'll have Brashawn Perriman they'll have a good roster and their defense ain't bad if you keep, even if you keep psychopath Greg Williams there, trying to headhunt, who cares? <laughs> He's not headhunting Trevor Lawrence. That's know. true. Greg, well, for now. I mean, <clears throat> Trevor's going to have to be careful during those practice reps. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Bill Belichick wanted to tank and lose this game, but realized I really fucking hate the Jets? <laughs> I, I think Bill Belichick went into that, this with the intention. That's probably the most winning. realistic. Yeah. I don't think he ever really wanted to lose <clears throat> the Jets. What he may have done, though, is wanted to make it close. He may have just on purpose made the game closer than it seemed, just to give the Jets hope so he could take it away. Okay, moving on from NFL, we're quickly going to talk about some other shit. Uh, let's talk about football. Do we want to talk about Arsenal's depressing, sad fucking loss to Aston Villa? Of course we do. I we'll don't. do that, the lower spirits before talking about what an amazing, the powerful what Northern an Ireland beating Slovakia tomorrow. What an amazing performance by Ross Barkley. There's nothing more terrifying than Aston Villa before a international break. What happened the last time <laughs> they had an international break? They smashed Liverpool 7-2. Yeah. We were spared. We were spared a, a humiliation at the hands of these gods. <laughs> Thank God for Aston Villa's charity. There was a quote Emmy Martinez had before the season where he says he felt like moving from Arsenal to Villa was an upgrade in his career. The <laughs> man fucking nailed it. Like they have a game in hand and if they won it, they go they go top. Yeah, you wonder how they lost these last two games and they lost bad Yeah, in the last two games. Yeah. They were just saving it up for the like, oh, glads we're too far away from an international break. <laughs> Next week, they're going to be fantastic. The week after, not as good. Week I, after that, disaster. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm finding Aston Villa a really confusing team at the moment. They're so mm. fun to watch. I mean, there's a lot of sides in the game prim that as an Arsenal fan, but are why, confusing. It's like, Grealish, why are your shin pads so small? It's very confusing. <laughs> I don't, don't know. I don't know. Uh, on a serious note about Arsenal Jesus Christ we've scored two goals from open play in nine hours that's so bad that is insane that is so so bad (laughs) there's just no creativity Uh, Aubameyang has I think he has two goals this year and he has had ten shots compare that we are just over one goal per game at the moment it's yeah. so which bad. is so hideous like so, it's why I don't want to talk about it much yes yeah, so there's this thing that happens in, in football sometimes where players can come down with a bad case of pay me and Obama Yang had a case of pay me before 
But then he got paid. But the problem is that sometimes the drugs that you give a player in order to recover from payme-itis have an unexpected side effect of causing a serious bout of I've been paid-itis, which is what Aubameyang currently has. There's an issue. Side that- effects include not giving a fuck about games. He does, though. Just sitting around. I think doing he does care. Making cash shit. angels at home in your mansion in your large Scrooge uh, McDuck There's just, just Scrooge McDuck's it, yeah. No chances. <laughs> no chances have been created against Aston Villa. You know who they went to? Lacazette. <laughs> Lacazette, who I, I thought was a striker. Apparently not. He's no. just some bloke who, you know. <laughs> he's just a bloke. Yeah, no. He's just some fucking he's fella. Just, he's like. That's all he is. <laughs> He's he is a jag. He is just another guy at this point. Yeah. Like <laughs> we should have cashed in on him because now we're gonna have to pay people in fucking prit sticks to take him. <laughs> I will say in all fairness, about the Aston Villa game, we were playing superstar goalkeeper and personal favourite Martinez. Yeah, I mean there was no chance. it would mean actually there would have been a chance if we had a chance and actually, you know, <laughs> created some. But you know, that was not a thing. It was such a bad game. Like, this, like Pepe can do stuff. Willian has been awful since his first game. Why Pepe bench? Why not Pepe start? Pepe create. <laughs> and we keep going five at the back for everyone. We keep going like Tierney. We're not a left back. You're a left centre back. We'll put Saka as a left wing back. Yeah. And we'll play like that. It's like we're just gonna we're gonna be really organised. I know El El Nani played fantastic against United, but it's Aston Villa. United's gonna have one more of the ball than Aston Villa. You get someone more creative. You play Sabayos instead of El Nani. El Nani is like just the permanent seventy-five rated player on FIFA. Yeah. You know, you you plug and play him in when someone has like low stamina. That's it. It's just a, it's a dire or if you run out of contracts and don't have time may to I, fix them, may I, just throw it on any. May I quickly just throw a cat amongst the pigeons? Um, Emery in, Emery in. <laughs> Vill- <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up Villarreal for a second. <laughs> Villarreal, see ya. Club Club de Football. Uh, let's see their last few games. Oh, they won three one against Getafe. 4-0 against uh, Tel Aviv. 2-0 against Villarreal. 3-1. There's a 0-0 in there. 5-3. 2-1. 0-0. 3-1. They got smashed 4-0. But the reason I say they got smashed 4-0, everything else is a win. Connor, as Does an no Arsenal one speak fan, Spanish? As an Arsenal fan, are these scores like three goals and four goals confusing you? They really I don't understand how they can be doing so well. With- this is why this is why Newport's a very comforting team to watch. Yeah, because if, if you bet on Newport winning in less than three goals, you'll make a lot of money at the end of the year. <laughs> nice and comfortable, low scoring <coughs> wins. As long as we're not playing Plymouth Argyle. Yeah, it's a, it's a big league Fucking team. Plymouth Argyle. I am a bit the de- de- depressed about the future of Arsenal. Yeah. There's no creativity and it doesn't help that Mesut Ozil keeps tweeting Ya gonna ya I predict 2-1 today and becoming like the official admin for their Twitter. <laughs> well, I just think that <laughs> Arsenal Arsenal realised that they were paying Gunnar Soros and they were paying Ozil <laughs> and really they only need one of those two people. Gunnar Soros is back. 
fact, he, he tags up next week for Arsenal. Uh, he comes out with boots and a full kit on huge. and rips it up. I mean, could you just play Gunnosaurus in goal? He'd be think lethal that, from corners. Think He'd of that experience. He has 65 million years of experience and nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. You know, to- I, hear, I hear he has a cannon of a left foot. There you are. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, or, you know, tonight, I guess, when I edit this shit, uh, we got the final Euro 2021 qualifiers. Now, I'm not going to talk about your Hungary, Iceland, or your Georgia, North Macedonia, or whoever's playing. Yeah. It's all about Scotland versus Serbia and Northern Ireland versus Slovakia. Now, I'm very optimistic that both of these teams could qualify. Um, I'm very tempted to book Friday off work and go to Belfast tomorrow. I am, I am very, very keen for these games to be over and done with so I can get to the hard, hard work of forgetting that we ever had a chance to be in this competition. <laughs> uh, Nick's a huge Scotland fan, as pre-established, because, you know, Scottish. Uh, you say that, Nick, you say that a, as if I derive enjoyment from being Nick, a Scotland are fan. Are you a Scot? Being a Scotland Scottish. fan... Being a Scotland fan is a punishment that was laid upon me. <laughs> Same as a Lions fan. Hey, hey, hey. Well, you know what? Unlike the Republic of Ireland, you're this far. We, Matthew and I, were deprived of the greatest the greatest sporting <laughs> spectacle we'll ever get on these yeah. eyes of Republic of Ireland. To be fair, Northern they Ireland. did. They are appeasing the, the Irish people by letting them play England tomorrow as a friendly. What, so we can watch us getting battered by, like, Connor Cody? No, no. No, Declan Rice. Big, Declan big Rice. James oh. McLean will see an English jersey and just go to war. That's a fact. Now, or Matthew, Declan <coughs> Rice and Jack Grealish will likely be playing. Declan Rice will be playing for both teams. Do you think they'll have those those ones where they have those um, like poppies ironed onto the shirts? Oh man! Will James the McLean English have will, to go but, topless? I don't. I don't see the Irish do it. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like at the end of a school day. Yeah. Or at the school year where you rip off the pockets, James McLean will be doing that all around the bitch. <laughs> He's just carved a big circle in the middle of his chest. Dep- it's depressing <laughs> enough that we still mention James McLean's name in the Irish uh, national team. Yeah. Despite you Well, know, let's talk about Johnny Johnny Evans and the Northern Irish team. Top yeah. of the Premier League, soon to be uh, qualified for the Euros. I feel bad for, for Slovakia that they have to travel, travel to, to Windsor Park in November. They play, it's going to be cold. They play a <laughs> bunch of dirty bastards in Northern Ireland who are going to put every person behind the ball and get a 1-0 win. But I'm confused, Connor. Or penalties. Isn't Windsor in England? Hmm? Is it not Windsor was in England, Connor? I don't actually uh, know. Yes, Windsor Park is, a, <laughs> is, a, no, is Belfast's little slice of England that they liked, so they've named their yes. national stadium. Ah, uh, well, they, they didn't, the, the, the idiots didn't realise that, you know, Green is a very Irish color. Yeah, so green they, and white. They get, to, they get to wear that anyway. Yeah, but you know, I won't call them idiots because I support them as well. Yeah, it's Big good being Northern Irish team. It's very good being a, a, you know, a decent human being in Northern Ireland and rooting for yeah. both teams instead of just one. You have so many sports. I'm teams calling you, you out, mum. <laughs> refuses the recognised Northern Ireland. <laughs> Grow up. Just like calling you out, mom. I grew up. I mean, Paddy McCourt represented yep. Northern Ireland, and he represented fairness, well. I think our parents are allowed about a. Oh, come on! Their childhood was a blast. 
Oh no! Oh, <laughs> Troubles, Jesus. jokes go on the boys. I say, yeah, you don't get. You know, you're gonna be in trouble, Connor. Yeah. Oh. I say it's different these days. We don't get into troubles a lot. I do enjoy the fact that a 30-year domestic war in Northern Ireland was called the Troubles. <laughs> uh, I just. <laughs> it's like calling a. You know, we like this whole issue with the like genocide going on in Yemen. Yemen yeah. with Saudi Arabia. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. we, we called it the issue. <laughs> oh, the Rwandan genocide. The big oof. <laughs> the, the whoopsie. <laughs> Yeesh. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, don't, do a, don't do a genocide, kids. It's not good. Yeah, it's not great. It's t- you save, Avoid it if you can. Lads, save the genocide for the last airbender. <laughs> oh. Fire Nation, never forget. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm actually I'm predicting a Northern Ireland one here, just yeah, in some way. So am I. Could be an extra time. Could be on penalties. I think they're a better reckon, team than Slovakia. Yeah, like I outside a of the low Nations League, penalty shootout. Outside of the Nations League. Uh, Northern Ireland haven't lost at Windsor Park in like forever. Yeah, it's a hard Fair place enough. to travel to. Like it's an actual pass. meaningful competitions. They're they're really stout. They're staunch, Nick. Staunchness. <laughs> Fair enough. They say no surrender for a reason. I I predict uh, that Scotland will go one nil down in the eighty eighth minute and lose. All right. So we're going to talk about well, Serbia, unlike Slovakia, are a very good team. Yeah. Like, all Slovakia has is Martin Skirtle, who I'm pretty sure is retired and might be a Pokemon. But uh, they, <laughs> they're bringing back retired players, apparently, for Slovakia. <laughs> God. Has it gotten that bad? <laughs> well, they retired from international football. I think they're still playing. I think they're just... It's like, oh, Jesus, lads. There's a chance we could play at a meaningful tournament. Yeah. Oh, oh the God, boys, let's go. get a chance to finally play at Windsor Park. <laughs> Uh, go on. What if they sign for Glentorn or Linfield? That's the only chance. <laughs> oh, fuck. like Martin's girl signing for Linfield. Um, he'd, he'd be, right. he'd be he'd Scotland, Serbia. Unlike Slovakia, Serbia actually have very good players. Yeah, you got Dusan Tadic. I think that's his name. Uh, Tadic, I'll just say. You got someone like uh, Mila Milahanovic for Lazio, and then you got Mitrovic up front, who's going to be a nightmare. I don't even think Mitrovic is that good a footballer. He's just a cunt. He, he is. He is. Uh, Mitrovic, Which is who, enough. who famously chokeslammed a Fulham player, or no, chokeslammed a, a Brentford oh, player yes. during the playoff final, and nothing happened. Yeah. The ref took one look at him and went, Jesus, no. <laughs> you, don't, you're, like, you don't want a Belgrade bruise in here. <laughs> and that's where Scotland have to go. Yeah. It's not they don't have the luxury of welcoming... Uh, of welcoming uh, the Serbs to Scotland, they actually have to go to the Lions Den. Fair enough. Which and I'm pretty sure uh, Serbia or just have a bunch of fans there because they don't give a fuck. It's, I mean, I've, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad game. Who's back, lost, Nick? So. Kieran Tierney's back. Yeah, by up Kieran Tierney. Back up Kieran Tierney. Has he recovered from falling over himself? We don't know. Okay. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, it'll be it'll be less confused because uh, Stanis Baraf if Stanis Baratheon can coach anything, it's he can coach discipline in their team. 
<laughs> that's yeah. what's going to happen. He didn't. Stannis Baratheon did not just survive uh, the siege of Storm's End through sheer luck on its own. No, it was it's just eat an onion and, and determination and a wee lad in the boat getting an onion in. Yeah, when you ran out of Chomp food, an onion and get after it. Horse. Yeah, when they ran out of horses, they had the dogs. He liked dogs, but he ate them. When they ran out of dogs, they had rats. Well, it's the exact same mentality as trying to defend a lead for Scotland. Fair enough. You just sur- <laughs> you survive. You survive. Also, Lee Griffiths is back. The thumb. The thumb himself. All right, thumbs up. Thumbs up for Lee Griffin. I mean, the man might have a bunch of mental issues and depression and whatnot, but he's actually a really good footballer. He's decent. <laughs> he's decent. Yeah, he actually he's, he's a, a good great, header. <clears throat> good header of the ball. Yeah. Is that what causes the issues? Despite the fact that he he looks like a thumb, he is surprisingly good with his head. Do you think if he wants to like hitchhike, he just sticks his head in the side of the road? Uh, He just stands there. He just puts his head in harm's way on the middle of the road, and everyone's like, holy fuck. This man must have the world's smallest head. Jesus, his head's head's not a thumb. (laughs) Oh my god, it's a head. So what what is your actual prediction, Nick? My actual prediction. (laughs) My prediction. My prediction was uh, an 88th minute goal by Serbia to make it 1-0 Serbia. Fantastic. Matthew and I will be more optimistic. pain. Yeah. Home nations unite. I'm going back Scotland, they won it. Yeah. Go for it. I'm going back Scotland, they won 3-1. Okay, I want to still exist in this reality where Scotland is still Scotland. All right, like one nil maybe. To end it off, I'm not looking forward to it. To uh, oh, we 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 bought supplies, Matthew. I bought some white pudding and black pudding. Delightful. So we're gonna win it. Could not find square sausage at all. Just get sausage, mash it up, and cut it into squares. I mean that's that's a very simple idea, but I don't think it's accurate. You got to get pork mints and beef mints. It's confusing ah, times. Sure. Um, also, we can get a nice bottle of Iron Brew. Can do. We'll do that. Of get course. some shortbread. Yep. Uh, nice. In terms of Northern Ireland, what does Northern Ireland do? Potato bread. Fight. Potato farms. <laughs> soda bread. Can we buy them? Oh yeah, anywhere, soda, bread. Soda, soda bread. Soda bread is class. Fuck soda bread. I like potato. Just get round sausages. They represent the north. I mean, I got the white pudding to represent the North. That's true. Is there an Irish drink? Buckfast unites us all. Is there an Irish drink? A Northern Irish Harp. drink. There's <laughs> tons of Fuck Irish drinks. Oh, it's bargain, but it's fucking Irish. Harp is bog water. Get some Bushmills. But maybe if I win uh, a few bets, I can afford some whiskey. Bushmills, there we go. Bushmills, brother. That's Bushmills it. is grand. Hey, we could, it's cheap enough as well. Very smooth. If you could find a, a small, cheap bottle, I'd be up for drinking yeah. some whiskey. Connor, go into Tesco's and go to where they I'm sell the alcohol. Poor Matthew. It's not that. I'll fucking transfer you a tenner to get yourself a bottle hey, of whiskey. Fabulous. I'll do that. Cheers. Cheers, Matthew. <laughs> uh, that's on record. <laughs> All right. Uh, to end it here, we got a quick talk about the Masters. I don't know why I turned my page there because everything was on the last page. <laughs> and now I'm going to make some awkward page turning signs to go back noises. Foley noises of pages turning so we can talk about I had two lines that weren't anything fuck Golf. my book alright <laughs> masters 
Yes. A lot of people don't like him. But we're in this in this flat, Nick and I are really big on Bryson DeChambeau. Big old Bryson is big. I actually quite like him. He did big some sort of trick shot. Beefy shit bollocks, Bryson. Like, I, I think it's hilarious that somebody looked at golf and thought, I'm going to choose for that. <laughs> I'm going to get I'm going to take shredded all so the I can go and hit a ball around the field. The thing is, he's not, he is even, huge. he's not even, he's not shredded. Like, the man went full dirty bulk. Because yeah. he's like, yeah, I don't just care. Like, you don't need flexibility for this or anything. I'm just going <clears> to <throat> fucking whack a ball. Like, I love that Bryson DeChambeau went into his golf career thinking, I'm going to take science to golf. And make it better. <laughs> yeah. And for the first three, you know, he's slowly improving like through his years. But then realizes, I think he must have got his maths degree going by going, if I get stronger, I can land the ball closer to the green, therefore making it easier. Yeah. Hashtag science. That's my strategy in the Everybody's Golf VR, our favorite <laughs> game in the household, <laughs> where you are accompanied around a golf course by a, a VR anime caddy. Who says things Rico, like... Rico, Rico-sensei. She says things like, I think you need a little practice. And, oh, that was a bit far. You have to do it in the voice. I think you need a little practice. She sounds strangely very, very English. Because she's Rico. Yeah. Rico-chan. Rico-kun. Yeah, this is a, this is a Japanese... My a waifu. Japanese golf video My game. golf waifu. If you want a golf waifu with tornado effects and random cutscenes. Yeah. Get everybody's golf. VR edition. VR edition. Yep. Like, Rico, the, Rico will Japanese... ask for like a shortcut one day. Oh, we can get a shortcut. Yeah. They go find the next hole quicker. And all of yeah. a sudden you'll be walking across a tree or walking across a tree across a gorge trying to keep your balance. Yeah, it is. It's, it's intriguing what the Japanese decided they could make a golf game like. What does it need? I know. Dating sim. You know what it needs as well? It needs like a karaoke, like after the round. Yeah. Where you're like getting drunk in a bar and you're singing karaoke. <laughs> it needs to be you open the game and you play like three holes of golf and then the rest of the game starts and it's nothing to do with golf. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're all on the Bryson DeChambeau. Yep, he is currently. I would obviously like we're on the Bryson Bryson hero Rory McIlroy to do well, but. Rory McIlroy hasn't done anything in like 14 years. Yeah, he's not been good at, especially the last day of golf tournaments. Yeah, that's. Uh, do you know? Do you know? Didn't he break up with his wife because he was too short? Isn't that what he did? He lost all his confidence. I, that's what it was. I don't know. So I'm blaming him. He's not. You look at Rory McIlroy, and then you look at beefy Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> who's the jock and who's the dork? Yeah. I thought so. Oh well, yeah. Bryson DeChambeau's made a different stuff. Seventy-one. He's just fucking this is huge. the dawning. This, it is. It's the dawning. The dawn of Bryson and all these, all these twats complaining. Oh, he drives. Oh, there's nothing we can do to compete. He drives too. He can drive it too far. Yeah. So. Oh, you know I can't compete with Lionel Messi because he can play football and I can't. I don't <laughs> fucking complain about that. Improve. <clears throat> Was Bryson DeChambeau ever like a long driver? Is he like, like is he transitioned oh, or is he just huge? He's got no, he's he's got a nice forty-eight inch driver now. Boys packing compared to everyone else. His average driving yardage is four or three hundred and forty-four. That is scary. 
Absolute Chad stuff. He's so fucking big, bro. He is. He's he such is. a big boy. He's a beefy beret wearing <clears throat> Bryson. Badass. Yeah, he's a badass. And all these people who don't like him, get with the program. Just get fat and hit far. That's what I get say about golf. Yeah. All right, is there anything else we want to talk about? Uh, there's well, another Formula well, One race coming on. Is the, there? Yeah, the Turkish <coughs> Grand Prix is coming up uh, this and weekend. Hamilton can win the whole thing if he wins he this, surely. Uh, he can put an end to the the uh, Drivers' Championship. The Constructors' Championship is already done and dusted for Mercedes. They've won that. Uh, because as we know, uh, Ferrari are dog shit this year and Red Bull only have one car that competes. Um, the interesting yep. battle at the moment in F- Formula One is third place, where uh, the team in third have got one point over the team in fourth, who are tied with the team in fifth. So that's the interesting part. Uh, but yeah, so you're well, looking at like Renault and yeah, all them boys. Uh, Renault and uh, McLaren and Racing Point. So those are the interesting ones to follow. They're going to Istanbul this weekend. I think they've got like four or five races left. Um, so we're getting close to the end of the season. Um, as it always winds down around winter time because the, the season ends in, in December um, or November, December. So uh, so they're winding down. They've only got a couple of races left. Uh, so it's, it's starting to, everything's starting to shake out. Um, but yeah, that'll be happening this weekend. Uh, practices qualifying Saturday, race on Sunday as usual. Um, and then otherwise... Yeah, that's kind of it. And there's there's a weird rugby tournament going on. The Autumn Internationals are beginning this Friday with Wales and Ireland. Yeah, and that? They've, they've made it this strange kind of thing. And it's on Amazon Prime. I is, believe so, yes. Which is just strange. It's fantastic. It means we could watch it. It does. Um, even though it's rugby. Well, Ireland aren't putting out like a very famous name. So they would be if you watch club rugby, I assume, but like it's not a lot of their biggest names is Tommy Bull back Wales haven't what? is Tommy Bull back? no where's Ronan O'Gara? <laughs> is me cousin well, interestingly Paul actually Johnny so... Sexton is starting but Connor Murray isn't well Connor Murray's shite but then so is Johnny well, Sexton they're both older that's the problem neither of them are shite they're just both old is there any good club members actually appearing? well there's the your man Ryan the second row. Ian Henderson, big Ulster man, getting a start in the second row. I feel, I, I, like I feel as I usually do, I, f- I feel like Thanos. Uh, when I watch <laughs> them, I'd say, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> to any of these players. Well, you'll know the likes of Jacob Stockdale and Keane. I have Healy. no idea who they are. What about Henshaw? He's playing. I'd, Matthew, I just don't like rugby. Well, that's fair enough. I wish I didn't list those names out. Yeah. She said that. Do you even know who Braun Strowman is? Yeah, see? Thought yes, not. he's a w- he's a not. giant WWE wrestler. I thought not. I'll cut that bit out. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> I think that'll do us here. Uh, yeah. I promise you there will be a betting show this week, even if it's just me and Nick talking for 20 minutes as I talk to my, about my picks and Nick Maybe. exists. You know... It might be an idea for us just to make the betting one like a little video and put it on YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right then. Uh, you can find us online at worldofnosport.com where you can see our disastrously now instantly dated uh, halfway power rankings. <laughs> uh, you can also find podcasts a wee bit about us and, and things like that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, whereabouts can you find that, Connor? 
They know the drill. XFL for life. Yep. Or you can just search World of No Sports on Twitter. Uh, you can email us worldofnosport at gmail.com or you can go on Instagram. Just World of No Sport, all one word, all lowercase. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, that's us. That's us now. Radio? Yeah. What are you, what are you waiting for? Vote it's Trump. Over. The show's over. Go home. <laughs> yes, vote Trump. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha